Hello and welcome to the Bruce Cooper Podcast. My name is Bruce, Bryce, whatever. My real name is Bryce. A lot of you know that, but I go by Bruce on Twitch. So yeah, welcome. Um, in this podcast, I talk about video games, tech, bullshit, just kind of whatever I, I want. Uh, it's a little bit more, a little bit more raw than I guess my live streams would be, but I don't know. It's fun. Uh, it's something I look forward to doing. I mean, I look forward to live streaming as well, but this, I don't know, this is kind of more just, uh, not really, uh, I don't have to play a video game. I can just kind of be, uh, I don't know, myself more, I guess. I, I don't know. It's just something I like to do, something I really look forward to. Um, I release this podcast at least twice a week. Uh, I'm hoping for like Mondays and Fridays, but, uh, you know, if it's wanted more, I can do it more. If you want me to not do a podcast, I can quit. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm going to do the podcast till the day uh, that I decided I don't want to anymore. Um, yeah, that kind of goes along with it. You know, like, wh what do you want in the? What do you want in a Bruce Cooper podcast? What do you want in this thing? Uh, email me, hi at brucecooper.tv. Um, you can also go to uh, brucecooper.tv forward slash feedback. Leave comment, you know, leave a comment um, in the YouTube channel, like, you know, I want you to review this game or, you know, I, I want you to talk about this. Uh, I, I did get one um, one question, so I, I will be going over that this week. Uh, it's a little bit more like stream related tech questions. So, yeah, if you're a streamer and uh, you want my input on something, please let me know. Um, yeah, make sure you subscribe on YouTube, uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I'm going to work. Apparently, there's like other podcasting services out there i'm kind of new to it uh, i need to make sure that i'm i'm getting myself listed on on all of those um also you might hear this week you might hear a a sound in the background um i've got a 3d printer running right now with a with a print for a buddy of mine uh rob strange uh, I'm, I'm live streaming the print uh it's like a 30 hour print you can go check it. I think it's got like eight hours left on it. This podcast should be out by then. So uh, you can just you search YouTube for Bruce Prince and I don't know, been getting into 3D printing. It's fun. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of the that's kind of what we're uh, the podcast is about. I, I just talk about games that I'm intru uh, interested in. Talk about games that I played this last uh, this week. Games that I'm, I'm really excited about. Uh, tech stuff, you know, stuff I find on the Internet that's interesting and you know, toys and gadgets or whatever the hell, I don't know, just crap out there that I hopefully want to, uh, try to get my hands on and give a review of, um, yeah, just, you know, my life, it feels weird. I'm doing it by myself. I usually do this with my wife, Ethel, uh, but this week I'm doing it, I'm doing it freaking solo. So it feels, I'm going to be doing it solo from now on. I'm just trying to get used to, you know, listening myself for, 45 minutes to an hour. Uh, I got a lot to talk about this week, which I'm really excited about. I played a lot of games this week, so I definitely have um, some opinions. Uh, yeah, I like to, I'm going to start, I'm going to start this podcast kind of with uh, what I like to call a little bit of a hype check. Um, yeah, you know, talking about the games I was excited to play this week, games that there are a few, <laughs> this happens every time. I play different games, and the one that I think is going to be the most fun turns out to be the least fun, and the game I think is going to be the least fun turns out to be the most fun, and I think a lot of that's driven by, like, chat activity, right? So when you, when you stream, it's kind of weird because you don't, like, what makes the game fun a lot of times is how the chat reacts to it. If chat isn't reacting to a game, you know, the way that it kind of aligns with how you're feeling, it can make, it can feel confusing. It's like, like I'm having a lot of fun playing this, but chat obviously isn't having a lot of fun watching it. So where's the disconnect? And then I'll be having a mediocre time playing a game and chat is just going wild. And it makes that mediocre experience a lot more fun. And that that definitely happened this week. Um, I played, uh, man. So on, was it Tuesday? I can't, one day of the week, earlier in the week, um, I played this game called Moons of Madness. 
it's like a it's like a thriller horror game, but it's really really good. Uh, it took me about so I want to say like six and a half hours to beat it, but it was beautiful. Um, that was a lot of fun. We'll go into that uh, here in a bit. Um, on Friday, I played uh, a game called Outer Worlds, which I thought was going to be super fun, but it actually turned out to be a little bit slower than I thought it was going to be. Um, and then every every Saturday, we do uh, Shit Show Saturday or Shit Show Saturday, um, where I play three games that the that the community votes on. Uh, and this, this Shit Show Saturday, um, or show Saturday. I played Untitled Goose Game, which was a trip. Kerbal Space Program, which was a freaking hit. And then Star Citizen, which is an absolutely beautiful experience, but I I have my opinions on it. Um, Give me one second. I'll blow my nose here. Sorry, the allergies are still kicking my Kicking my rear end. Um, yeah, Star Citizen, which, <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, let's just start from the top. Moons of Madness. It's by a um, by the the developer is uh, Rock Pocket Games. Um, you're basically, I don't want to get too far into it or spoil anything, but you're stranded on Mars, and it's not. It's like it's just like a. <sighs> Uh, psychological horror experience. I a lot of there's some jump scares, but but man, the game's creepy, and it's I think it's kind of the perfect Halloween game for me. Um, I'm really into like space and sci-fi. I love I love sci-fi. Um, I love space, obviously space games. Um, but Moons of Madness was I definitely want to play it again. I think I want to play it again, kind of off stream, just kind of play it myself. Um, that game was a trip. Really, really awesome. Really, really awesome. Uh, I had a lot of fun playing that. Um, yeah, if you're looking for like a horror thriller game, that's a good one to do. That's a good one to play. Um, it's beautiful. Like they did a, it's, it's just, it's, it's very, very pretty. Um, there's not, you know, there's nothing, nothing to be desired in that, in that respect. I wish... I can't believe I'm saying this. There were jump scares, but I wish there were more. You know, like I if I went into it like just fully expecting it to be just absolutely like it, for it to give me nightmares, and it really didn't. Um, I mean, it's scary. There's some scary parts. There's some straight up weird parts. So just just check the game out. Moons of Madness. Uh, I'll probably should I should I score these? Should I score the games? <laughs> I could. Hmm. It should it, what be out of five? Or out of 10. I usually do out of 10 when I score other things. I'll give it a 7 out of 10 in the horror horror category. 7 out of 10. It's definitely one of those games that, like, I'll play again. And I feel like the story might be a little deeper than maybe I originally took on. Because when you're streaming, it's kind of hard to pay attention to the story when you have a lot going on in chat an art but i don't know what what did i say seven out of ten six point five out of ten seven out of ten i think that's fair i think that's fair it was a great i mean it's a great yeah it was a great experience for for halloween um i need to i need to get i'm gonna leave a note for myself here i need to uh i need to remember what day i played them on Let's see. I'm gonna write that down. Remember what day you played games on. Remember what day you played games on. Also, um, if you are wanting to be in a podcast and you're available. A couple of days out of the week, preferably in the morning, um, like f- Monday and Friday, potentially. Hit me up. Hi at BruceGoober.tv. I'd love to have a, 
I'd love to have you on, um, you know, semi-regularly or regularly. Uh, I'm open to, uh, I'm open to anything. But yeah, Moons of Madness, 6.5 out of 10, 7 out of 10. We'll say 6.5 out of 10. I, I wish it was longer. I wish it was a little bit scarier. Um, and I wish it was a little bit easier to follow along, but maybe all of those things would have occurred had I not been streaming. Uh, next up on the list, um, I played Outer Worlds. Uh, this is by Obsidian Entertainment. They made Fallout New Vegas, which people argue is the best Fallout game. I've actually never played Fallout New Vegas. I played Fallout 4. Um, I played Skyrim. Uh, you know, both games to the, to their completion, but... Outer Worlds, um, I was really hyped for it. I still am hyped for it. it. It just, I was on Twitter and somebody said that the story felt very surface level. And I'd agree with that. Um, it was a little, it kind of drags along a little bit. Uh, I mean, it was, it, but where it wins is it's just so, it's just so fun. The gameplay is very, very satisfying. The, um, the the gunplay is very very satisfying uh the, it's hard like i died multiple times um and it just has that kind of classic fallout feel you know and now i'm definitely i'm definitely i'm not i'm not like i mentioned earlier i've only played fallout 4 i loved fallout 4 i loved fallout 4 in my opinion it's one of my favorite games of all time um but I've never played any other Fallout. I get people tell me I need to play Fallout New Vegas all the time. And maybe I need to. Maybe Fallout New Vegas is a game that, that I need to... Uh, I have it. I just have never played it. I have like 310 or 308 or something like that games in my Steam library now. It's absolutely out of control. I don't know how I got so many. But there they... <laughs> alas, there they are. Um... Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I mean, it was, it was, I feel like it'd be one of those games that I should definitely, uh, play maybe after a little bit of the hype's worn down. Everyone is playing it right now. And, uh, it just, there's a lot of people who don't want to know anything about it because they, they, it's new and they don't want to get it spoiled. So it feels a little slower when you stream it. But I mean, man, it is it's one of those it's it's one of those things where like I just I really cannot wait to really dive in and put 30 40 hours into that game because it's just so it's just so satisfying the guns like they do these like AOE where they blow up you know and I don't man it's 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 fun and like I just want to explore the world and yeah it's 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 very fun but you got to be a fan of fallout you know you got to be a fan of that fallout style um it, it, it feels like a fallout game it feels like a fallout game in space definitely definitely very fun i'm gonna give it an eight out of ten um just because it it seems you know it does seem a little the story seems kind of shallow but that's just my opinion some i'm sure some people are gonna hate me for saying that i it, it's fun though it's fun I definitely cannot wait to get back into it. Um, next up, show Saturday. Holy crap. This was our first one. Well, our first one after No Man's Sky Beyond um, uh, launched. This is kind of the, the the second one. I I brought it back. If you don't know how uh, show Saturday works, basically um, all week, uh, my Twitch chat, twitch.tv forward slash Bruce Cooper can... Uh, can go in and and suggest games that I play. They can add them to a list. And on Friday, the community votes on three games. And those three games uh, I play on on uh, Saturday. And we did that this Saturday. We played Untitled Goose Game, Kerbal Space Program, and Star Citizen. Let's start with Untitled Goose Game. That <laughs> Untitled Goose Game, if you don't know what it's about, you're basically a goose and you have to walk around and complete tasks um tasks like uh you know you have to get this like this farmer guy wet you got to turn on a sprinkler you got to scare him you know and you, but you're a goose and it seems really kind of silly it's so much fun it's so much fun and the art style is so good um 
it's 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 <laughs> uh it's by the developers are house house i i had never heard of them before it's a hit this game is if you're looking for just a light-hearted puzzle game uh with really good you know audio and visual uh it, it's it's very the 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 visual or the uh the animation i guess is very flat it, it almost seems like it's like early South Park kind of, you know, that art style where there's not a lot of detail, but it's really, it's really nice. It's, it's really, it's, and it's so fun. Thank you so much for suggesting, for suggesting that. I think Hangry in the chat suggested it. Um, that game was a hit. We had so much fun with it. I didn't want to quit playing it. Um, yeah, very, very, very fun. I definitely look forward to playing that. I'm going to play that again this week. I think a couple of days, uh, the next game that we played was Kerbal Space Program. Now, I had no idea Kerbal Space Program was what Kerbal Space Program is. Um, it's by uh, Squad and Blitworks. Those are the developers. Uh, I think one of them quit or something. I don't know. I, I did light research on it. But Kerbal Space Program, I didn't realize it was such a simulation. Like, they people take Kerbal Space Program seriously like that is a that that game is who it is uh in depth you 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 basically build a rocket and then but the rocket has like staging so you'll do like stage zero or something like that will be that the the you know the coupling that keeps the rocket in the air disconnects or keeps the rocket on the platform, disconnects, and then the uh, stage one rockets propel the rocket. And then when those run out of fuel, you can decouple those and then go to like the main engine. And then you have to you have to go into like this view where you could see your uh, projected orbit, and it, you have to angle the ship and then give it thrust. And it's it's a freaking simulation, and it's nuts. And it has it has me extremely intrigued. Like if I could learn how actual like space flight and it, it's it's insane. And there's a second one coming out. The Kerbal Space Program community too. Now, I don't mean to go so into like streaming uh, uh, theory and stuff like that. You know, it's it, streaming. Streaming is my my passion. It's what I I absolutely love doing it. Streaming is my passion. Sounds such. Sound like such a fucking cornball. Streaming is um, streaming is something I love for multiple different reasons. Um, a huge reason as to why I love to stream is the community aspect of it. I feel I have. I I don't feel I have. I know I have lifelong friends that I've met because of streaming and um a community can make or break a game or a stream and then the the Kerbal Space Pro I mean the No Man's Sky community is bar none the best community that I've ever met or been a part of the Kerbal Space Program community is like that as well I mean they're they're people were coming in who I have never met before and they were so incredibly nice to me and giving me tips teaching me you know uh how how to do like how to play the game it, it was it was <laughs> it was freaking awesome and you know developers listen listen up if you can do, if you can build a community around your game that you know that's what twitch streamers are looking for they don't and Twitch streamers sell games, you know. I have no doubt in my mind that I'm going to get many of my friends in a Kerbal Space Program because I'm going to be playing the hell out of it. It is so in it's so intriguing. It's very interesting. Um and that feeling of like getting a ship into orbit is 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 very very satisfying. I now I I was just playing Sandbox, like the Sandbox version of it where you kind of get like an unlimited amount of resources and I think this week we're going to try diving into maybe a little bit more of like the campaign 
but there's like a whole modding community for Kerbal Space Program. People, uh, I received some DMs of mods that like made it a true almost one-to-one simulation. Um, people leave like the game running so that they can, <laughs> they'll like launch their rocket into space with their little astronaut and you know it takes them like multiple days to get to the moon and or they in the game it's called mun which i thought was kind of cute um it just has me i was like staying up late like researching it and i love man that's when i can do that like that's such a good sign for me when i when i genuinely get excited about a game and kerbal space program got me very got me very very excited i had no idea i thought it was just a goofy little let's shoot rockets into space and like watch things crash no it's like an actual it's an in-depth, deep, you know, deep uh, experience, which is really, really exciting for me. Now I, now I get it. I get why, um, I get why the the game has the popularity, or has the community that it has. And Kerbal Space Program Two is coming out um, in a year, so you know the hype will build around that. I can't wait. Now I can't, I can't wait. I'm going to be doing a lot of research on uh, on that title and. And that game, and uh, I just want to play it. Uh, the next next game that I played on Saturday was Star Citizen. Um, I have some experience in Star Citizen. Star Citizen will always be just breathtaking for me. And I know, and I don't want to hear like, oh, you know, the game's a scam and all, you know, opinions aside, I know they've raised hundreds of millions of dollars. I know they sell ships for tens of thousands of dollars. I know, I know, I know. I personally, I don't have a fucking problem with it. If they want to sell stuff or if they want to raise money or whatever, like, I paid $45 for the game and I've had a blast in it. And it's just, it's not a game. It's not really a game yet, um, you know, but I could just run around. Like, I'm the type of person, I'm so weird. I'm the type of person that in a game... I will like I'll spend 10 or 15 minutes, especially if I'm playing by myself. I'll spend who knows how long just looking around and looking at the ground and seeing the attention to detail and Star Citizen. That's what that game is right now. I mean, it is just breathtakingly beautiful. It is absolutely stunning. The moment you the moment you wake up in your bed in your little apartment and like you look around it's just the you see the potential and it's so oh it's so exciting you'll get a mission and you'll get about you know it takes about 15 minutes to get to where you need to go and you get there and it bugs and you crash and you lose everything but i believe the current update 3.7.1 um it's one of the, i mean i've had i've had so much uh such a good it's it's uh it's uh, it, the the future is very exciting now when i i remember a long time ago the talks of like players running cities and and like working in shops and stuff if you know anything about star citizen please let me know what the if that's still a th- Thing that they're planning on doing see now i thought star citizen was going to be because there are like bars and clothing stores and stuff and the npcs are kind of running those those shops i and i know it's not a huge deal but it's something i've been curious about i i was under the impression that you could go and get like a job in star citizen like a like a true simulation like if you wanted to earn units you could go like you know man a cash register at a at a store and work a shift and i i've always thought that was kind of interesting like i i i've always oddly enough like i've always wondered if video games will ever get to that to that point where people are working a day job in a video game just think about that for a little bit if you if you were offered a day job, like a nine to five day job where you made real money, but you worked in a video game, would you do it? I I would. I hate leaving my house. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, now, 
I've always it's always been really interesting to me because like everything is there to allow that to happen. The you'd you know your the employer would have to sell a digital product that would be worth you know enough to keep an employee and himself or themselves him or her him or her uh employed so like what what's the you know like is is that a poss is that a possibility i i know like take like second life for example which i find second life i find extremely fascinating if you know what second life is it's like a simulation it's kind of like the sims but i think it's all human or play i don't know i've never really played it i've watched some documentaries on it and stuff but there's like whole economies and stuff in second life where people can sell digital goods and make real life money and that's very interesting you know like think like just think about that like you can I don't know. It's weird. I feel like it probably opens. I mean, it would be really hard to convince, right? Like, I feel like that opens up a lot of doors for like, um, you know, people to take advantage. I, I don't know. But it's it's definitely a concept I've been I've been often really interested in. And, I, you know, as a kid, like you, you think that I always thought, like, oh, that'd be the future. You know, like we will we'll all be in like virtual reality, going to school and working our virtual reality jobs. And I'm all for that shit maybe I'm one of the weird ones like I'm I'm for it like I think it's I think it's freaking awesome if I could if I could throw on my my valve index headset and go to a VR mall and work my VR you know clothing job and make my VR friends you'd fuck yeah I'd do that but you know I spend a lot of time on outside as well I try to anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know if Star Citizen went the went the direction of of uh, you know allowing like people to have jobs and stuff in the game. I don't know if they're going to go that. I don't. I have no idea. I asked chat when I played it on Saturday. the The jury was kind of out. I mean, that was like something that they think they talked about early on, but I don't know if they still plan on on doing it. Um, you know, either way, it's a beautiful game. If you haven't checked out Star Citizen, you, you got to check it out. It's by Cloud. Uh, by cloud imperium games um a lot of controversy around star citizen maybe maybe someday we'll go into more of the controversy i'd love to i'd love to have somebody on the podcast who thinks star citizen is a scam and pick their brain and see like kind of why they feel that way not try to convince them otherwise not try to get into a fight just kind of hear their their side of it if you know somebody who thinks that way or who think who believes that like Tell them to check. Tell them to check me out. Tell them to uh, shoot me an email. Hi at brucecooper.tv and uh, hi at Bruce. maybe I need to make a podcast at brucecooper.tv. Anyway, or just hit me up on Twitter. You know, brucecooper.tv. I will. I'd love to have you on. You know, we could talk about it. Um. So yeah, those are the games I played: Moons of Madness, Outer Worlds, uh, Untitled Goose Game, Kerbal Space Program, and Star Citizen. I believe I played some No Man's Sky in there as well. Uh, you know, we 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 talk about No Man's Sky every week, so we won't talk about it this week. Kind of a slow time in in No Man's Sky land. They push out an update, I'd be into it. I'd be into playing it, but you know what happens. I've kind of done everything I need to do right now. Um, I was searching around on Instagram, and I found this. So I want to talk about some hardware. I found this device by this company called analog.co a-n-a-l-o-g-u-e.co it's called the analog pocket and it's basically it's like the most beautiful game boy i have ever seen in my entire life i mean this thing is absolutely stunning the screen is described as um uh so i'm gonna read this straight from the website Pocket is designed around a first-in-class 3.5-inch 615 PPI LCD with a 1600 by 1440 resolution. Pocket has 10 times the resolution of an original Game Boy. Uh, Pro-level color accuracy, dynamic range, and brightness. There's never been a display this advanced in a video game system. I mean, that thing, it looks incredible. And the design of it is like, 
it's very modular but not modular it just looks very um futuristic i it's crazy uh but what really interested me about it um is it's it's also like a digital audio workstation it has a synthesizer and a sequencer built into it so you can make music on it um it's not an emulator so it's not there's plenty i have a few emulators that have like raspberry pis built into them and stuff it's not that it is explicitly not an emulator um uh it's it it takes um it's compatible with uh, Game Boy games, Game Boy Color, and Game Boy Advance games. So you 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 plug them in through the you plug the cartridges cartridges in just like you would a regular Game Boy. But then it has adapters for like Game Gear, Neo uh, Geo Pocket Color, the Atari Lynx. I've never heard of the Atari Lynx. I don't know what that is, but you can I could play my old Game Gear games on it, and uh, oh, it's so freaking cool. It's gonna be one ninety nine. It releases sometime in. Uh, uh, in 2020 i emailed them analog if you're listening i would love to to let me buy one i they're apparently they're going to be in like limited quantities so I, i'm really going to keep my eye on it i hope i can get my hands on one i would absolutely love to own one um just for the like sequencer alone or in like the synth i that's so that's so cool uh you make like little music i don't know i've been really interested in and looking into like synths and i like to make weird sounds that's a whole that's a story for another day um but yeah that's uh that has me really excited and there's like a dock with an hdmi output so i could potentially stream with it um but it just it just looked so cool i was i was drooling all over my phone like looking at all the pictures of it and um (laughs) it looks the colors are really neat i wish i could show you guys like through the through the podcast it just it, it was it had it had me so so intrigued i i definitely really wanted to get my hands on one i will i'll, I'll get my hands on one just as long i just gotta keep uh i gotta stay on top of the newsletters that they send out and stuff but yeah go check it out analog a n a a n a l o g u e dot c o yeah so that's kind of all i really have for like the hype this week it was a busy week absolutely busy week um we played one two three four five six games this week that's a lot of games well we played three on saturday there's some twitch news man um (laughs) so many of you know uh kind of the two the two like live streaming video game services are twitch and mixer twitch is the big dog twitch is the uh the one that has you know the most viewers and the most streamers but mixer Mixer has been, I don't want to say poaching, but Mixer's been picking up streamers, you know, uh, typically like uh, more popular live streamers on Twitch. They'll have contracts. And when those contracts end, um, it sounds like they're given the opportunity to sign a new contract. Well, if that new contract isn't something that aligns with what they want to do, where they're offered a better one from, say, like Mixer, uh, they can leave Twitch, and it sounds like that is kind of what is happening. Um, a couple of months back, or a month back or so, Twitch lost Ninja to Mixer. Um, and as many of you know, Ninja was or is kind of like one of the biggest celebrities in video games. Um, and he went over to Mixer, which was a huge, a huge deal. Streamers have been going to Mixer for years now, right? Like back and forth and whatever but uh you know uh ninja went over to mixer which was a big deal um and then shroud went over to to mixer shroud is a um an incredibly talented you know uh live streamer i love i loved watching shroud that one kind of hit me a little bit harder than i thought it was going to um so because shroud is kind of it's interesting like shroud's less of like the celebrity personality and just more like just a a fun streamer to watch he's just he's extremely talented and he's he's always just kind of keep kept to himself which i have a lot of a lot of respect for um so when i found out he was moving or when it was announced that he was moving to mixer it was just very um it was kind of uh you know a big shock for me uh and then we found out 
yesterday, I think it's yesterday. Um, I always mess his name up. King Gatholian, King Gath King Gatholian. I don't know a lot about uh, people. Just call him Goth or King Goth. Uh, he's moving over to Mixer. He's a he's a uh, <clears throat> a really popular uh, um, Destiny Two uh, Borderlands streamer. Excuse me. <clears throat> um, he uh, he's moving over to Mixer. So it's kind of you know it's it's one of those things. If Tim the Tapman moves to Mixer. But I've been hearing I've been hearing both sides like people this happens and it's good for the industry, right? Like I I'm a firm believer that competition drives innovation and hopefully what we see here is we see some really exciting new features or some some exciting things come out of Twitch. What's not going to be good is if nothing happens, right? Like people are just going to continue to to leave and as somebody who who is full-time on twitch it's kind of it's not scary but it's it's like come on twitch like like we we can you can do something here like do you have you have some opportunity um what what's bad i in my opinion is when is if twitch just kind of sits on their hands and just goes well good riddance you know and like I, I know there's going to be a level of that, but I really hope they can, uh, Twitch is, it seems like Twitch has been kind of the center of controversy and it's really hard for me to talk about because, because I fucking love Twitch. Twitch changed my life. It's uh, what I'm, uh, it's a dream job for me or, or a, a dream career path for me. I, I love it. I, I take two days off a week from streaming, uh, you know, Sunday and Monday. And those days, I all I can think about is streaming. I I love the community that I've built. I know we know each other by name. I, I love it. I love it. Even though I've been denied partnership multiple times and there's been highs and lows, I would want to be doing nothing else. Um, and it's it's. So it hurts, it hurts me when Twitch, you know, receives backlash and when, you know, I read comments and people you know, are dogging on Twitch and stuff, but I get it, right? Like I get it, I get it. And, and it's, if Twitch is messing up, then they need to know about it. It's when they ignore it that this sort of thing happens. So hopefully, hopefully this is an opportunity and we see some really good things come out of it. Um, you know, and I do, there's, there's people out there, I won't mention any names or anything, but they're saying like, now is the perfect time to get in on Twitch, you know, to, to start watching and streaming on Twitch because, because it's, it's kind of like, it's, it's the, uh, the new gold rush was what I heard once. Uh, it's, it's interesting. It's like, it's, <laughs> I have a different opinion on on Twitch, if you're, and, and I don't know if this is something that is appropriate to say, but I never started streaming on Twitch to make any sort of money or, or anything. I started streaming on Twitch. I mentioned this last week. I started streaming on Twitch because I was losing, I, I had no friends and I was too afraid to go outside. And I just, I desperately wanted to, I desperately wanted to, to connect with, with somebody. And I thought maybe if I, got on Twitch. I didn't use a camera or anything. Maybe if I got on Twitch and I, and I played a video game and I acted funny that somebody would come along and like me and want to talk to me and want to be my friend. And, uh, and that ended up happening and I owe Twitch a lot for that. And could I have done that on Mixer? Absolutely. YouTube? Yes. Facebook gaming, whatever. Yes, absolutely. But I chose Twitch because Twitch was kind of trying, you know, it was like an experiment. Twitch was, Twitch was on the cutting edge of that when I found it. And, and why wouldn't you want to be a, a part of uh, the platform that's kind of um, building the path for that? And to think, you know, from 2015 to now, like there are, it's, it's, it's a whole industry now and it's bigger than I personally ever thought it would ever be. That's why I found Twitch. Twitch people are joining Twitch now because they want to make money, and not that that's the not that that's a wrong reason to want to stream. 
that's not the reason that I stream. I make all I care about when it comes to money is making just enough money so I can stream again next month. And so far for the last two years, that has happened. That's all that I care about. And you might think that's bullshit or you might think that that's the wrong bad, bad business mindset or whatever. But um, if I could have a little of extra savings so that I don't have to stress the, the following month, then man, hell yeah. Or if I have a little bit of extra savings to buy uh, a 3D printer so I could 3D print my viewers stuff, fuck yeah. Or uh, upgrade my computer, hell yeah, that's awesome. You know, but um, people, I, I, I don't, I could never, I, I've never made as little amount of money working as hard as I have. And I think, you know, people, when they start streaming, they think that they're going to be rolling in it and they become extremely disappointed when they're not, um, because they didn't set an expectation early on anyway. (laughs) Uh, so yeah, I don't know to, I, I wish Twitch, and who knows, you know, they did announce some stuff at TwitchCon that was really cool. Um, but I, I hope, hopefully they see this as an opportunity to really get back in that um, trend setting mindset with the, you know, Twitch is going to be the, uh, they're going to release tools or they're going to update the platform or, or, or whatever in such a way where the rest of the industry goes, holy shit, like Twitch is doing some, Twitch is making moves, you know. Um, I did get a question regarding, uh, this is from Steven. I did get a question regarding like, um, software. So when you stream on Twitch, you have to capture your gameplay and send it to Twitch, right? So how do you do that? Twitch doesn't have yet. I mean, they have a, a program and I believe it's in beta testing right now, but most people use, um, what's called, uh, OBS, I think it's open broadcast software, open broadcast, open broadcasting solutions, or we always call it OBS. Uh, There's a few different versions of OBS, but the most popular ones are OBS Studio and uh, Streamlabs OBS. Streamlabs OBS integrates with Streamlabs, which is like an alert service. So when you get a follow or a donation or something or a tip, uh, uh, it'll uh, show up as an alert on screen. That's Streamlabs doing the alert part. It's kind of like, Streamlabs, so Streamlabs is like the doorbell to your house, right? Like it alerts you that something has happened. Um, I personally, I personally use OBS Studio because Streamlabs OBS does not allow for plugins yet. And I require a lot of plugins, plugins to manipulate my, um, plugins to manip- to manipulate like browser windows or or alerts that show up on screen. Also, I I think I don't oddly enough, I don't like all-in-one solutions. Um I like to be able to take things apart. Uh I used to like all-in-one solutions until I found that like I'll jump in a forum or something and I'll and I'll have an idea or I'll wake up in the middle of the night with an idea. And an all-in-one solution doesn't allow me to kind of integrate that idea while a, while like OBS Studio with its plugin capabilities, you know, it just allows me to kind of tinker around a little bit more. So I hope that helps, Steven. Uh, I know too, like people have told me that Streamlabs OBS uses a little bit more like processing power, CPU power. I have a two, I have a two stream setup. I, two PC setup. I have an encoding machine and a gaming machine, but um, and I still use Streamlabs. I still use, uh, not Streamlabs, OBS. I still use OBS Studio. So that's kind of my, uh, my, my solution. Plus OBS Studio just, I don't know. It's been around longer. Streamlabs OBS just doesn't do it for me yet. I might be an idiot and, you know, I might, I might, there might be really cool things in Streamlabs OBS that I'm missing out on, but it's one of the, like, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Um, I don't really have a desire to, uh, to change currently. Um, but who knows? That might change. So yeah, I hope that if, if you have any other questions or any, if you want my opinion on anything else, please hit me up. Happy to talk about it. Uh, I'm happy to, to help you out. Also, if you're, I cannot exp- 
I cannot tell you, uh, you know, enough if you have OBS or kind of the, the name of the game for streaming or anything really like, uh, in this area is just back, back up, back up, back up, like back up your OBS often back it up to an external hard drive in case your computer breaks down, just back this shit up. Cause I, I've spent hundreds of hours configuring my OBS and I would be pretty bummed if I had to start all over from scratch. So just back, back, back up, back up, back up, back up. Um, yeah. Near the end of the stream, uh, the podcast here, I kind of like to talk about what I, what I learned this week. Um, this might be a little, uh, a little deep. So hopefully, you know, it's not, I'm going to try to not make a habit of, you know, getting too, uh, emotional. Uh, my mom is going in for, uh, an open heart surgery tomorrow on Tuesday. And we've known that she's needed it for a long time. She's getting a valve replaced, um, as well as like a double bypass, uh, cause they found some, some buildup in, in her heart and they don't want to have to go back in. So they're just going to do it all at once. Um, and it's, it's really weird, right? Cause like you hear, you hear of this kind of stuff happening, uh, throughout life, you know, your friends or maybe even family who's not as close having, you know, major surgeries and stuff. And you never really, you never really think, oh, you know, it's going to be my folks. But as you get older, it, it does become your folks. And then it's eventually going to become you, right? You know, and like, what I've learned is that I have to just let go and, and, and trust the process. The doctor that's doing the surgeon that is um, performing this operation on my mom has been doing this cert has been has been doing this for thirty five years, uh, and I there's no one there's no one um, there's no one that I'd rather probably have do it than somebody who's been doing it for thirty five years, and who's confident and you know and. And, uh, it's gotten to the point now where I just want them to hurry up and do it, you know? And when we found out that it was going to be this soon, we only found out it was going to be, you know, tomorrow, a couple of weeks ago, she had found out that she had a, a leaky valve and as they call it, I'm sure there's a scientific term for it. And, um, they were like, oh yeah, you know, this, we found out like a year ago. And they were like, well, yeah, you know, like, we, you know, go see your cardiologist and all this stuff. And then she finally went and like she she got to go see her surgeon. And her surgeon more or less was just like, well, let's do it this this month. And uh, it kind of caught us off guard. But at the same time, it didn't. And um, it's it's an emotional thing. You know, it's scary. It's scary as fuck. Like, it's scary as fuck. It's but my grandpa's had it. My uncle's had it. You know, plenty of people I know have had it. And, um, and whatever, all I can do is trust that everything is going to go great. Uh, my mom gets to, gets to have like two and a half months off of work, uh, paid, you know, like she, she, and, and I went and hung out, we went and hung out there uh, yesterday and she just, she was very, uh, she just didn't seem stressed about it. You know, just kind of just like ready to get it over and done with. And I, and thank God I have the community that I have, um, to, to back, to have my back and to, uh, you know, to, to make me feel a lot better about it. So, you know, if you keep her in your thoughts, your prayers, uh, you know, she's going in tomorrow, Tuesday, it's going to be fine. I'll be back to streaming on Wednesday. I obviously won't be streaming tomorrow. Um, I'm going to go and visit her in the mornings. Uh, but yeah, you know, I'm just, I'm at the point now where like, this is the, the waiting's the worst part and, uh, we're almost to the end of that. So I'm looking forward to not having to wait any longer. And, um, yeah. And, you know, we all, I'm a bigger guy. She's a bigger gal. You know, we, we're all kind of just trying to, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, I, and I've been, I've been following, you know, I've been like counting calories and trying to do better. And, uh, the silver lining is like, it's kind of made us realize that we're not invincible, you know? So, um, so yeah, you know, the good comes from, from this sort of thing. And, and, uh, and thank God it's not like cancer or anything. You know, this is something that we can repair. 
And uh, just, you know, yeah, like I said, just keep her in your thoughts, your prayers. Um, but that's what I learned this week is to just be patient with it. I actually, the last couple of days, I've slept better than I have in months. Just, it, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I'll be back on Wednesday, regularly scheduled streams. I'll be keeping you guys updated as to how she's doing. Um, if you have, uh, again, to kind of end the stream, uh, I'd love to, I'd love to have more questions if Please feel free to ask me anything at me in Discord, uh, discord.io forward slash Bruce Cooper. If you want to jump in the Discord, send me a DM on Twitter, Twitter uh, twitter.com forward slash Bruce Cooper TV. Make sure you follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Bruce Cooper. And uh, yeah, please email me. Hi, H-I at Bruce Cooper TV. Uh, I'd love to get your questions. I'd love to answer anything you might have. Um, any suggestions, any ideas. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. If there's anything at all that I could be doing better, please let me know. If there's anything you'd like me to review, please let me know. Um, and if you want to send me something to review, uh, you know, if you uh, if you created a product and you want me to check it out, uh, I can do it on stream. I can do it on podcast. Please let me know as well. I absolutely love you guys. Thank you so much for everything. Thank you for, uh, for being understanding. Thank you for letting me try weird stuff. Thank you for always having my back. You are the absolute best community that I've that I could ever ask for. And I'm so extremely lucky to get to do this. Uh, sometimes I just sit and pinch myself and say, you know, how did you get so, how did you get so goddamn lucky? Anyway, I love you guys. I will see you on Wednesday. Take care of yourselves. Be good to one another. Treat each other right. Do not work too hard. Promise me you will not work too hard this week. It's not worth it to work too hard. All right. I love you. And uh, I will see you very, very soon. Uh, next podcast uh, episode should be out on Friday. Uh, if not a little sooner, maybe I'll do, maybe I'll do three this week. I don't know. I'm kind of enjoying it. There's enough news, enough stuff for me to go over. Maybe I'll release another one this week. I think this one's right at about 50 minutes. I shoot for an hour. Um, so yeah, anyway, shoot, hit, uh, hit me up, take care of yourselves and, uh, have a great, have a great week. I'll see you in the streams. Okay. Much love. Bye.